This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. everybody guess what we're still here and i'm glenn the geek from ocala florida and i'm jamie jennings in norman oklahoma and you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for march 13th episode 2391 brought to you by kentucky performance products good morning horse world i can't take it anymore thank god it's friday i would like if i may to take you on a strange journey. Work all week so that we can eat and own a little piece of God's ground. Pushing papers and pens, red tape never ends. The stress can turn. Well, we're here. We made it to Friday this week. Uh, it seems like this week has been about a month long. It uh, does, doesn't it? <laughs> well, how, have you ever seen in the history of time so much news happen in so little period of time? I mean, oh my God. I'm sorry, but... Can we just talk about the fact that the coronavirus has saved the horse racing industry? Okay, you've gone quiet again. What the heck? Let me unplug the I mean, really quiet. I am not talking quietly. Something's happening with your mic. Hold on, let me unplug. Is that better? A little. Uh, not great. Dude, where it connects into the computer, just wiggle it once. I wiggled it. Okay. Well, don't touch anything. Let's see if we can... I didn't touch anything. I know. I, I think maybe your cord's going again. <clears throat> I, I'm not sure. Um, let me just see if I can crank you up a bit. And we'll just come out of... Uh, <laughs> God, it's almost like we have to start over again. Hold on, live listeners. This is what it's like. It's Friday the 13th. See, that's the problem. See, could you blame it on me? <laughs> Here we go. I'm starting <coughs> over. Uh, third time's a charm. This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day. Horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, we made it, everybody. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 13th, episode 2391, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. I can't take it anymore. Thank God it's Friday. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Work all week so that we can eat and own a little piece of God's ground. Pushing papers and pants. 
Well, we're here. We made it to Friday, and it does seem like this has been the longest week in the history of weeks. Um, but It here. does. Uh, let's just take a look at the news that broke, I don't know, this week. Like, like the coronavirus has, I think, maybe saved the horse racing industry. <laughs> Do you guys remember what, what, that happened that? this week? Like Wednesday, we did a show on that. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. Yeah. And it took all the press off of that. <laughs> so, oh uh, my. Gosh. Pretty much the whole world has shut down. And by next week, the entire world will be shut down. Um, but you know what? We're here to have some fun on the morning show. And now that we, Wednesday, of course, we covered all of the Corona stuff and the raising stuff. And it was a little more serious show. But we're going to go back to being silly. Uh, we have full Corona coverage now running on the Horses in the Morning Facebook page. We're doing Facebook Lives every night at 8 o'clock. Uh, we have some interesting guests. We're a little more serious, but we have a lot of fun, too. Like last night, I was forced to drink Corona beer, which is the most god stuff in the world. Oh, God, it's like nectar of the gods. <laughs> I, I just do not like beer. And boy, every time I had to drink that last night in the drinking game, it was like, oh, God. So anytime Glenn touches his face... You had to go drink, and you touch your beard all the I time. Do. People with beards touch your beard. So I've done it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard drink. not to touch your face. It really is hard. Uh, but anyway, so so every night in, on our Facebook page and Horse in the Morning, we're going to be doing Facebook Lives. Tonight, we're going to have Lindsay Partridge on. Maybe Dr. Wendy will be joining us to talk a little bit about zinc. Zinc apparently is a big thing that's being discussed right now. Uh, and then tomorrow night, we're going to have some fun. We're all going to hang out together and play some equine trivia on the Facebook Live. And that Helena is going to be my co-host. She's going to join in and help with that. Uh, so, you know, we are going to have some fun some nights, but y'all are home. A lot of you aren't going anywhere. So we might as well just hang out together. That's what the horse world does. We, we hang out together. So we're going to continue being light and lively on this show to give you a break from all the stress. And we'll do the serious coverage over there. The other thing I'm doing is in the mornings, I'm doing a daily post on horses in the morning. And my page, just like I did during the hurricane in, at WEG, and yesterday, Yesterday, my post was shared 500 times, Jamie. So, Glenn, you're going viral. You know, I'm adding a little humor to it, and I got to tell you a funny story. So, yesterday, uh, I saw I was reading the shares. You know, when somebody shares, you can see what they said. And one of the one of them said, "You have to put the humor aside. There's really some good information in there." (laughs) (laughs) Forget the funny. I thought that is not a person who listens to our shows right there. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Anyway, um, <sighs> that's what we're going to do. But uh, tell us what we got coming up on today's show. Oh, well, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Um, we've got Daniel Weigand we- will join us to explain burrow racing. That's a thing. Burrow racing and wilderness packing. We're going to have a discussion about what people did before toilet paper. What is up with the toilet paper thing? Can I just take a second? Yeah. Yeah. What is wrong with all you people? Why? <laughs> I had to. I actually am out of toilet paper. And I was at this store yesterday and they didn't have any at the grocery store. No. The, Walmart I, a couple shelf days was before completely when I had gone. empty. <laughs> yeah. And so I was at, I was at, uh, Home Depot yesterday, we're buying fans for the outside. I go to Home Depot and they had toilet paper at the end of the row. Really? And I was like, how big of a like a prepper do I look if I buy toilet paper from Home you Depot? You bought 12 cases, didn't you? 
I actually just needed some for the house. I live on a farm. We have leaves everywhere. We'll be fine. But what is up with all these people going crazy? Like when I was a kid and it would snow, you would get bread and milk and eggs. You know what was missing at the Walmart when I went at six o'clock in the morning yesterday to avoid the diseased old people? Um, is uh, toilet paper row was completely empty. There was none, not a scrap. Uh, then uh, the other thing, and why are people buying paper towels for just in case? I don't know. The paper towel section was full. So the other thing was uh, rice. There was no rice. All the rice had been taken, I guess, because it keeps a long time, you know, and you can cook it and you'll survive on it. And then the other thing was bleach. There were two gallons of bleach left. When's the last time you've seen the bleach empty? Let <laughs> me just say that I, for one, am way underprepared <laughs> if I'm here and all you this. You don't have rain. any rice? <laughs> I don't have any rice. I don't have a stockpile of toilet paper. I'm going down. You know what? My dad called me and he was like, you better start stocking up on water, Jamie. Water's going to be I don't get the water. Our spigot works. The power. Power's not going out. I oh, know he thinks the water's going to be contaminated. And I was like, Dad? By what? I'm on a well. Yeah, me I think too. I'll be all right. Unless the virus gets 150 feet down, we're pretty good. Yeah. So those <laughs> of you that are living in New York City right now, oh, you're that chlorine start that they put in, in there is going to kill anything. <laughs> By the way, helpful tip, hand sanitizer. All you do is get some aloe vera gel, like that sunburn stuff, and put alcohol in it and shake it. Yeah, we learned some- last night that if, if you have at least 70 proof alcohol, you can kill germs. So, you know, moonshine, whiskey, it's all good. Don't waste that. <laughs> Just get the cheap stuff from Walmart. Anyway. Uh, that- By the way, the alcohol was completely gone at the Walmart, too. That section was empty. Oh, yeah. No yeah. doubt. Um, really bad ads. That's the other thing we're doing today. And yep. now it's time for Daily Winnie. And we're giving, we're going to announce prizes. We have some kick-ass prizes for this month, too, that Horse Lovers provided. So wait for that also. All right. My Daily Winnies are some birthdays. Birthdays. We have Andrea McCullough, one of our terrific auditors. Also, auditors Brenda Osterhout and Hillary Bordeman. Happy birthday to all of you. It's, hap- it's good to know birthdays are still happening. They haven't been canceled. So, <laughs> happy birthday. You can't I go have, anywhere. I have one more for you, and I didn't tell you about this one. Uh, this is from Chantel, who said, one of our auditors, who says, uh, wrote me a note and said, I know you're America's horse husband. I think you call yourself that anyways, but I wanted to thank you for being America's horse dad. When something like this happens, you're always there telling us to check the oil in the truck, the tires on the trailer, and reminding us to pack snacks and a first aid kit. Oh, and you love talking about the weather. Dads love to talk about the weather. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet. By the way, Jennifer doesn't think that's so endearing, all of that stuff, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> I kind of get it, though. You know, like my dad called me and basically told me I'm going to die and that I need to stockpile water. And you're like actually giving some real information. And so, so I'm a, I, do I need to change my tagline to America's horse dad? I've never even had kids. I never I don't know. You're kind of getting old. You could be America's horse or grandpa. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I almost swore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my daily when he goes out, I Jerk. know you're seeing lots of these. <laughs> And and things are shutting down all over the world. But I I, I mean, people are canceling flights. We're ch- changing vacations. They are stopping. Well, you ain't going to Disney games. World. <laughs> they are not going to Disney World. But I want you to rest assured, Glenn, that 
it is okay for you this afternoon to make your way down to the Riverwind Casino. They are open for business, people. <laughs> Riverwind Casino will not close. The casinos are one place. Would you go into a casino? They look German-fested to begin with. There's no way I'm touching a slot machine. They want to let you know they have significantly enhanced their cleaning <laughs> and disinfecting. Oh, that's good. They're finally clean now. <laughs> particularly in the heavy traffic areas of our property. Like and every are, button you have to press? <laughs> they are also strongly encouraging employees to, I don't know, Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. So the good news is you can go and gamble your paycheck away at the Riverwind Casino. They will not be shut down. The other one that we thought about yesterday, two other places we thought that must be a nightmare right now. Do you know those uh, parks for kids where they have the trampolines and the ball pits? Oh, Oh my God. I think ball pits are nightmares anyway. (laughs) Because all I want to do is lay down and I'm like, get up. Let's call our guest. All right, we're going to have, I told Jennifer that, uh, what, what, you know, after this week doing all the coverage of the doom and gloom, that we should have a guest on that's just has something funny does with a horse. Or Can I side note real quick? Yeah. Why am I getting emails from w- Riverwind Casino in Norman, Oklahoma? Have you ever been there? No! How did I get on that list? I don't know. <laughs> How did they find me? <laughs> but with that, right now we're going to New Mexico. We're going to go to Daniel, who is with New Mexico Pack. Burrows, and he's going to come on and tell us about pack burrow racing, which uh, it sounds fun, thing. and also wilderness packing. So, going to get Daniel on here. Yes, sir. How and are you? This is Glenn and Jamie. One, wonderful. It's uh, pack burrow racing is probably one of the one of the neatest sports uh, most folks have never heard about. Right, exactly. So I remember we covered years ago on the show, we covered, they do this in Colorado too, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So um, it originated in Colorado. I think it's their official, what they call summer heritage sport, I believe. Um, There's about uh, a dozen races in Colorado and it's expanding out to other states now um, where there's a couple of, a couple of races in uh, Southern California, um, a few in Arizona, and then I'm here um, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and we've actually got two races planned this year in this state. Tell us what borough racing is. By the way, I looked at the pictures and kind of read up on it, and I determined that you, you as a person really have to be in shape, and that's where I bowed out. Um, cause, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so what it is is um, uh, it's, it's like an in-hand trail event, except you're, you're, kinda, you're running. Um, running, walking, hiking, all the above, um, generally happen during a race. Um, so kind of the premise, the, the little bit of the history behind it, of how it, the legend goes of how it all got started was, um, in Colorado, you had a couple of miners, um, you know, strike gold up on the hill. They had to run back to the bank to, uh, strike their claim. And then, you know, thus became burrow racing. Cause I guess they were running with the burrows or, or something, but, um, in, in reality, it started in the 1950s, um, probably as uh, a little bit of a, of a novelty to pull people into these small mining towns, um, since they weren't doing super well, you know, mid 19th century or mid 20th century. And um, since then, it's just evolved and grown into essentially when the race starts, you start usually start on Main Street. Um, there's a couple of thousand spectators, depending on which which little town this is in. Um, the one in Fairplay, which we call our world championship. 
um, <laughs> Packboro race, you know, brings in excess of 10 to 15,000 people, um, wow. to this little, little, little mountain town. Yeah. Um, so, so gun goes off, you've got anywhere from 50 to 80 person borough teams taken off down main street. And it's just as chaotic as it sounds. Y'all take off running down the street. Um, and then go do go and run a course anywhere from, uh, five, six miles all the way up to, uh, great ultra marathon 29 miles um in leadville uh with the you know several thousand feet of gain or at least three to four thousand feet of of climbing so um it's about as intense as you ever want to make it or it's as laid back because i mean at the end of the day we're running with burrows and um how you know, do the burrows feel fun. about this uh daniel <laughs> <laughs> yeah it uh it, it depends on the day honestly um <laughs> Some days you have really good, I mean, just like any sort of horse show, it's all dependent on the animal. Um, sometimes they absolutely love it. I've had great races where um, you're just, you're literally hauling, hauling butt the entire time. I've had other races where I've walked the entire six miles because it's just not going to happen that day. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a pretty cool culture. Um, you know, there's, there's every sorts of body type running style whoever at these races um some folks walk and hike the whole thing um some folks there's there's some you know amateur um ultra runners there um that you know run these full 28 29 mile horses um dragging so a burrow really <laughs> yeah dragging a burrow yeah some sometimes you do end up with some it feels like dragging a tractor tire up a hill so <laughs> do they ever drag you up the hill yeah, on a good day uh, last year. So one of the big races, the the big one of the big weekends in Pac-Pro racing is Memorial Day weekend in Idaho Springs in Georgetown, Colorado. They have back-to-back races on Saturday and then Sunday, uh, or a race on Saturday and then a race on Sunday. And last year, uh, the first race in Georgetown, Colorado, um, my burrow actually pulled me up probably an 800, 900 foot climb. Um, pretty much the whole way I, I threw the, threw the lead rope around my waist. And, you know, that helps a lot if you're, you, if you can run behind your burrow, um, and get them to pull you, that's, that's, that's the way to go. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. Uh, sure. number one, where do these burrows come from? Yeah. So, um, a couple of different options. If this is something, you know, so, somebody's listening here and goes, you know, this is something I want to try. Um, you can run your own burrow. So, you know, you can go down multiple different avenues to get your own donkey. Um, or there's a few outfits there, um, uh, west and south of Denver that actually, um, have a 10, 15 donkeys that they rent out for the day. So you can contact some of those outfits and, uh, you know, rent your burrow for the day. A lot of times they do training runs. So you can kind of get to know and kind of develop a little bit of a relationship with your burrow. Cause that's pretty important. Um, and so you can either rent or, you know, BYOB, bring your own burrow. <laughs> bring your own burrow. So uh, how, how, what, what percentage of people ride these guys for this race? So that's, the, so that's, that's one thing is there's no riding allowed. So it's strictly, you know, in hand, um, running with your animal. You can't, you can't ride. So there's, Lost there's, me. Some, there's some, <laughs> I'm out. Oh, Jamie's out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I was totally in until you said I have to actually run. Myself. No, you have to Go like ahead. run a marathon <laughs> with a burrow. It's like now, awesome. I yeah. see on the pictures they they have little I don't know packs or something on. What's it? Is it? Are they required to wear a pack of some sort or not? Yeah. So it depends on kind of depends on the state. 
you know, the most, uh, uh, Colorado is really where it started, you know, as a pack borough, uh, racing sport. So in Colorado, the rules are, you know, you can't ride. Um, you got to have a pack saddle and then you got to have a pan, a pick and a shovel, which is kind of a well, throwback yeah. to the, you know, an homage to the, to the miners. And Do stuff you have to fill your towns. bags with gold too? You don't, but that would be a great prize if you wanted to <laughs> offer it. <laughs> so, um, uh, where can I find so, pictures of this adventure or video? It's on nmpackburrows.com. It's like newmexicopackburrows.com. And I've already got yep. a message from a listener who said that they want to see a picture of Daniel because he sounds really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I'll take that. So, <laughs> um, I actually just got married last week, so it's uh, Oh, congratulations. <laughs> it doesn't mean nobody gets to look at you, okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and he said that because she's listening right now. Uh, did you have a did you have a horse in the wedding, by the way? Did you do any a, a burrow something? Yeah, no, we, we didn't. We actually ran off and eloped, but uh we actually do weddings with our with our or getting ready to do weddings with our burrow. Oh really? As far as like yeah, yeah, beer burrow, tequila donkey. Um, yeah. So, which one is coming in on the ass? Is it the bride or the groom? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Don't answer that question. Just move past it. Just move past it. I'll just it. pretend like I didn't hear it. Yeah, no, you totally uh, didn't hear. Sorry, you're breaking hey. up. <laughs> Sorry. Puns, puns, puns are totally welcome. I mean, we're running, we're running burrows. So, I mean, like the. Uh, there's there's prizes for you know what they call last ass over the past. Um, there's always a prize for the last burrow. Um, there's the the association that kind of governs a lot of this is called the Western Pack Burrow Ass Association. Um, so we welcome any sort of puns. I bet you hear them all day long, and every article that's written about it has to have the word ass in it somewhere. It's just hundred percent. It's required. BYOB. I love it. <laughs> So yeah. is this growing? It must be growing in popularity. It's in more states now. It is actually. We're hitting we're hitting record numbers at some of these races, and uh, some of the the races are. I would love. I, I think this year we're going to see a race cap out at a hundred teams. So it's it's spectacular. Even if you're not interested in in running yourself, going to one of these races and and seeing them is. I mean, where else are you going to get a hundred a hundred donkeys and a hundred people? You know lined out it's it's pretty pretty darn cool daniel i think it's the only so way we're great. doing it is if we can get about 20 of our listeners and we can each or maybe 23 of our listeners and we each do a mile can we do a relay race like that we might make it there <laughs> <laughs> it's just the horse there radio network team 23 awesome. people so. I love this. So this is a great idea. And you know what this does is it gives a lot, you know, there's so many burrows coming off the range that are kept in, you know, unfortunately holding pens like the Mustangs. And this gives a purpose and a job to those burrows. So thank you for doing that. And congratulations and best of luck. I think this is very cool and very exciting. Congratulations on getting married and starting the, the um, I lived in Arizona and the donkey, mm -hmm. the beer burrow business is booming. So go for mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it, it, it definitely gives them a job and, it, and it's, it's really cool to see how people, you know, you can go sign up for a 10K and run down, you know, downtown of wherever you live. But this is like a full on wonderful experience um, and, you know, getting to interact and involve the animals. It's something I never would have thought I would have got involved in, um, <laughs> you know, for, fortunately, unfortunately, I married a horse girl. 
and then um, yeah. you know, it was all downhill from there. It's all uphill. We know, uphill. We you know about that, mouth. Daniel. We know, you, I should have talked to you two years ago. You could have, like, you could have avoided all of this. Uh. <laughs> Congratulations for joining the greatest club of all time. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. you're welcome. <laughs> the horse husband club. <laughs> well, Daniel, this has been fun. Thank you. So we needed you today after all this coverage this week of the. Uh, you know, we're all going to die. Uh, we needed a little burrow humor. I was going to say ass Wonderful. humor, but that didn't sound like it was going to. We need a little out. ass humor. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, thanks a bunch. Where can people find information and find about you guys and maybe come to a race? Absolutely. So uh, if, if you want to check out the race schedule, it's uh, you can just Google Western Pack Borough Association. Um, the 2020 schedule is up there. Um, and then my unit here out of New Mexico is uh, NM, as in New Mexico, com, and then NM Packboroughs across Facebook and Instagram. So if you got any questions, feel free to holler, and I've got some cool videos and pictures up on our website. And we'll post some of those pictures in our show notes as well. So And, and all the little links, you'll find them there at horsesinthemorning.com. Go Thanks, Daniel. And hang in there, and uh, good, good, good luck in New Mexico. Awesome. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Thanks. Oh my gosh, I love seeing pictures of these like grizzly men with these tiny cute little donkeys. <laughs> Aren't they cute though, the burros? They're oh really God, cute. They're... And they're all about what, 12, 11 hands, 10 hands? I mean, they're not big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, they're tiny. But can you imagine some burros? I mean, by the way, I think Scooter would love this. He loves when I lead him around the neighborhood. He thinks that's the most fun thing to do in the world is go for walks without him pulling the cart. He would love this. He would think this is a great fun. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue on with the show now. I, w- let's real quick take a horsey break and find out uh, about Kentucky Performance products and what they have to offer. And then we're gonna come back and you're gonna talk a little bit about uh, your horses, right? What, who, what, I got a new training, horse. Right? Is it just While one? He's in training. Yes, just one. He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall to the last time she patted him goodbye, he was and always will be her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. All right, we're going to get to what we used in history before toilet paper was invented, and you're going to be appalled. Uh, but first, let's hear about your training horse. Or not. Jamie, are you there? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm right here. You have to actually turn the microphone on. Um, sorry, my bad. Um, so I wanted to tell you guys about uh, some good news. There's an organization, I'm sure you've heard of it, going called After the Finish Line. Yep. 
So they awarded a grant in the amount of $3,000 to Horse and Hound Rescue Foundation, which is who I've been training all these horses for, uh, to train five off-the-track thoroughbreds. And um, I have to work with each horse to assess, like part of the part of the grant is that I have to assess its abilities while understanding their limitations from racetrack injuries or, or po- possible issues that they have. And, um, so I got my first one and he came to me. He is so stinking cute. His name is Rippin' Ride and he's about 16, <laughs> one Bay thoroughbred with a star, you know, basically like my husband will never know any of the horses at this barn. Cause they all look the same. <laughs> so many Bay thoroughbreds with a star. And so he came here and you know, He's been standing out in a pasture at Horse and Hound for almost a year. So what I'm going to get now are some of the horses that are harder to adopt out. And what his physical limitation is, is he has flat dinner plate feet. Mm. And and That's sort of and, what uh, Nigel had, yeah, or has. Yeah, and so it's been a really big challenge for them to keep him from abscessing. He's had chronic abscess after chronic abscess, and they don't they have end up, end up with heel issues and all kinds of stuff too. Yeah, he's got some foot problems. Well, you know, I look at him and I I picked up his feet and I'm like, let's put some shoes and pads on. And you know, they don't always have that. Nobody has the. You know, it's hard. It, they have 50 something horses and it's like one lady. So I'm so happy to be able to help and take some of these horses that are a bit more of a challenge. Now here's the, the negative part. Um, excuse me. Is every farrier in the entire world gone out of town right now to the, there's a convention Glenn in Nashville, like a farriers convention. That's right. I and saw that going on. They have a competition there too. Don't they? Yes. My, my farrier was uh, in the competition. She was the second to only girl there's only two women in the competition and she was in it she's badass but uh at any rate she um is out of town so i'm having to kind of keep it really slow with this guy until i get her out to put some shoes on and and again you know i i don't know if it's going to help i'm going to have her look at him we'll probably uh be encouraged to take some x-rays and and see what we can do but after the finish line gave another three they're finding value in what we're doing which is putting some professional training into these horses off the track because these horses if you can see that you know you guys know i'm i'm very honest about hopefully you guys know i'm very honest about selling horses and and finding horses the right home like the woman that canceled on me this past week to come see drax because of the coronavirus remember i was actually gonna let her take him to texas on trial just buy an insurance policy because i want him to go to the right place if you buy my horse and you don't want him i want him back so I'm happy to give you a trial period as long as you insure him. You know what I mean? Like I want him to go to the right place. I'm not trying to pull anything over on anybody. And so when I get these horses that I'm I'm to look at and to uh, assess, you know, like I think one of the horses that will be coming had an old bow. One of them coming had an old sesamoid fracture. Uh, you know, a lot of different stuff. And I'm just going to kind of see what they can do. I'm really excited about this one because he is just a big chill dude he is so easy he loaded right up in the trailer unloaded got out kind of you know take a horse that hasn't left a field in a year and you put it in a trailer number one they're like not one to get in he jumps right in number two drive him an hour unload him and he's like okay cool 
here I am. And so I really like his attitude and, and I got on him yesterday for the first time. I'm just keeping him out of walk and maybe like I trotted him a couple steps either direction for the video yesterday. Um, but other than that, we'll see how he does when he's got some shoes on and, and see what he can do and get a better idea of what his career and life is going to be. But he is so sweet. Anybody need like a, just a big old sweetie. Let me know. There you go. How All these horses are for adoption for a thousand dollars. He's seven. seven? Okay. And he won like $70,000 at the racetrack. I mean, he did really, really well for uh, for Oklahoma. That seventy thousand yeah, dollars, like, like ten million in <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> so uh, his name is Rip and Ride. I call him Rip. I, so we'll keep you posted. Have you? Have they determined? Okay, so they're sending the horses over to you for training. Are are more of the horses going out quicker than they oh my did God. before you? She adopted out like forty horses, thirty horses. I have to get the numbers. So she usually adopts out 40 horses a year. And January and February, she adopted out 30. In two months, she adopted out 30, where last year she adopted 40 the whole year. Every one of the horses that has come to me for training, save one, which I don't understand because he was like the easiest horse I trained, um, uh, all of them have been adopted because in what she said in the beginning, when we started this whole plan was, you know, people want to see the horse being ridden, looking at a horse out in a field. You don't know what you're going to get, which is true. That's why they come to me because I start them from scratch and I don't know what I'm going to get. I, I just don't know. And so I get to put them through all these testings. And if there's a hole in their training or they're missing something, I put that piece back in there and then You've got this complete horse who can walk, track, can and jump or whatever you want it to do or whatever. I think it, it wants to do and we'll be good at, then we do that. And again, after the finish line, giving some money to continue the training, the ASPCA and the, after the finish line have been just awesome. I'm really, really pleased with both of those organizations. The ASPCA has been doing good work lately too, with in a lot of areas. Um, yeah. 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 If you guys want to give donate money to a to a giant organization, that's the one you want to give to. Don't give it to, you know, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ASPCA actually cares about the animals and um wants them to get adopted. I mean, a, a home for every horse, that's the thing. All right, very good. Well, I got before we get to really bad ads, and we're going to do that here very shortly. Uh we have great prizes. Oh my god, the prizes this month are terrific. But uh, I got to thinking with all the toilet paper gone, and I just was looking through my Facebook feed, and there are about 20 pictures that people have taken of the toilet paper gone in stores, the empty shelves. So um, I got to thinking, what are we going to have to use? What did people use before toilet paper was invented? And what are we going to have to go back to when we can't get any? So I found, believe it or not, Jamie, there is a website called toiletpaperhistory.net. Yes, it's an entire website about toilet paper. And doesn't it make you wonder who wrote that and took the time to research this? Kind of makes me wonder. But anyway, what they said is before modern toilet paper, many different materials were used, and they included leaves, grass, ferns, corn cobs, maize, fruit skins, seashells, stone, sand, moss, snow, and water, and the simplest way was physical use of one's hand. Wealthy people used wool, lace, or hemp. So let's go through the various civilizations through time, and we'll find out what they used and discuss them. And I want you to guess, okay? So what do you think the Romans used? 
The Romans are pretty tough people. I'll say um, uh, stones. Nope, actually, the Romans were the cleanest of all ancient civilizations. They were also wealthy. So, well, I don't know history, so like, <laughs> I'm not going to get any of these right. I'm just going to be made to look stupid. Whatever. Okay, Go ahead. All right. Uh, they used wool and rose water, and others used sponges attached to a wooden stick soaked in a bucket of salt water. Now, I don't really think I want to put salt water back there because, <clears throat> but we're going to get worse. The Greeks used clay. Now, how exactly do you get the Clay's kind of like a gooey material. I don't know. This is really unsettling to I me. I know. That's why I'm going to keep going. All I'm thinking about is uh, people's buttholes. <laughs> how about this? In coastal region, they use mussel shells. Now, that's got to hurt. That's <laughs> mussel shells? I don't get how they do that. Um, in, uh, in The Eskimos would use moss or snow. Well, that sounds like. And I heard Spanish moss was used for that purpose, too. Good Lord, you want to stick snow up your booty <laughs> while you're freezing to death? No, thank you. That beats your hand. Uh, the colonial Americans, here we go, we're getting closer to home now, used shelled ears of corn. Now, that's going to rub. That's going to cause hemorrhoids. Uh, the Mayans used corn cobs. Oh, I just, the pain. Uh, Believe it or not, and you probably do, because this kind of makes sense, the French were the first ones that invented the bidet. So Can I start talking about sheets cleaning? Because that is less (laughs) disturbing to me. Who invented toilet paper? We'll end on that. So what you're going to do when you want to sh- clean a sheath is, you know, start to desensitize the horse's cleaner area with the, a hose. Uh, who invented toilet paper? Which country invented toilet paper as we know it today? Um, toilet paper was invented uh, by the Polish. <laughs> nope. The, who invented everything else in the world that's ever been invented, it seems like? The ch- I would go, well, go ahead. The Chinese. The Chinese invented the first toilet paper using paper, as we know it, in the 14th century. Long time ago. Uh, Later, people used pages from books, newspapers, and catalogs. Well, there we have plenty of that. So, I mean, we're good there. So, if you want to get used toilet paper, just know that the the people who started the coronavirus also invented toilet paper. And is (laughs) the irony of that hilarious or what? (laughs) That's right. Uh, Yeah, so some of those other things. Sand was one of the others. Oh, Okay, now that I've got you all thinking about that, do you want to move on to some really bad ads? (laughs) I really, really, really do want to move on. Okay, I figured figured you would. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it is time. By the way, I like making you squirm after all these years you've done squirmy things to me. Uh, so-, so let me just uh, let me just back up here. Toiletpaperhistory.net. Yes. Is a website. It is. Number one. Yes. And number two, if you go to toiletpaperhistory.net, you can find um, certain things like toilet paper fun facts. How you're supposed to put it on the road. How many people in, did you know 4 billion people in the world don't use toilet paper? I don't know what they use. 
And, uh, they just don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, they 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 do have numbers comparing one ply and two ply. How come? I want to know when you buy a toilet paper roll and you buy eight rolls, they'll they, they have like, oh, they're so big, eight equals like seventy two. No, it does not. <laughs> no, it does not. Not getting seventy two. <laughs> I'm buying eight rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> What, like why? Uh, oh, oh, and and I hate that. Go to places that have a single ply. Oh, the hotel last week people had single use ply. an average of fifty-seven sheets of toilet paper in a day. Let's cut that in half, people. Come on. Well, Do well don't use single ply because then you're using a thousand of one sheets a day. Because it's just awful. All right, really bad ads. It is time for really bad ads. It's the time of the week when listeners send in some bad Craigslist ads, and then we, you know, Craigslist. Facebook, wherever, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. They're selling horses or farm implements or trailers or whatever. Uh, but Horselovers.com stepped up this year, and they said, we're going to provide prizes for really bad ads. And I mean really good prizes for really bad ads. And we are doing it by the month. So everybody that enters gets put in a big pot. And at the end of the month, we reach into the pot and we pull names out, and that's who wins the prizes. So if you record your own ads, you get double the entries, and we have a lot of recorded ads today. So so um, let's go over what the prizes are for this month. We have, and why don't you start with the first one? Well, I was Googling the weather beta one because that sounds amazing. Okay. Um, let me start with the ovation. Oh, oh my gosh. They're doing that. They're giving away a ladies coach raincoat. That is the one that offers the all weather protection and a lightweight classic riding coat. This long waterproof coat features elastic leg straps that secure the jacket while you're in the saddle, an adjustable rear riding gusset, reflective tape on the back shoulders and pockets and on the upper sleeve, a two-way main zipper, two front pockets. I need a picture of this Glenn so I can describe it better. And the retail value of this coat, oh yeah, put it got the picture right here is $175. Now I have a, a, a raincoat, a coach coat, and this is the greatest investment that I have ever made. As These far are the as really long Oklahoma. ones, right? They come down to your knees. They're really long. Yeah. yeah. They go down past your knees and they keep you the, not even only for rain. Cause I don't really like to go outside with, and it's raining. I like it for the wind. Mm. It just cuts the wind out. So anyway, we're giving away one of those retail value, $175. And then we're also going to give away a weather beater, essential standard neck turnout blanket. It is the 1200 D ripstop waterproof, breathable, the side gussets for the movement, adjustable buckles in the front and removable leg straps and those crosser singles. And that's $125. And then what the, is up with these awesome prizes we've been well, giving we away one so more. far this year? Perry's, There's another one? Yeah, Perry's is offering the winner, <gasps> get this, a completely custom version of their padded leather halter. So, you know, Perry's is known for the padded leather halters, but now you can choose color combination or whether you want a fixed chin or not. They're offering all of those things. You choose the leather color, the padding color, hardware color, chin and throat styles, all for one price. Uh, as always, they these halters are handmade in America by talented craftsmen, usually the Amish, by the way. Uh, ge uh, genuine lambskin padding makes each piece exquisite. Oh my gosh, they like have the colors yes. underneath them. Yes. So you these can like 
have really, your barn collar? These are some of the nicest halters in the country, actually, that are made here. Um, and I hope through all of this, we start making more things here. So they have a four-week turnaround time because this is all custom. You pick every part, every color, and it's really, really nice. These are valued. This is a halter valued at $140, and we're giving away a custom halter. That is very cool. Thanks to horselovers.com. Go to horselovers.com for all the horsey deals today. You'll find everything you want at horselovers.com. And they do have a coupon code HRN right now for $10 off any order of $99 or more. So this one month is over $400 in prizes. That is ridiculous. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Thanks, horse lovers. People who also submitted that didn't get on the show today are Tammy Swanson, Jennifer Martin, uh, Nicole Catherine Gonzalez, Lindy Griffith, uh, Janet Howe, and Laura Bannon. So these are the ones that did make it. And, boy, we're starting out with a bunch of recordings. So Jennifer is up first. Jennifer Jones submitted this one. Hi, my name is Jennifer Jones, and I'm calling with a trailer ad from right outside of Atlanta. I think it's a very special trailer. Um, It has uh, no upper back doors. It has no windows or bars in the open areas on the side. It also has no punctuation. So here we go. Mm-hmm. It says, good floor, has tack room and divider, good tires, ready hall lights, work, Georgia VIN, $1,000. What makes it really special is when you look at the picture, not only do you get to see all of the rust and um, the dirt and corrosion and the lack of windows and doors, you also get to see that the VIN that they referenced is an assigned identification number uh, that the state of Georgia issues for homemade trailers. Um, so let me know if you're interested. Have a good day. Uh, I'm in. And we all Sounds know we've great. seen some really classic homemade trailers. <laughs> uh, Sarah sent the following one in. Hi, this is Sarah from New York with a really bad horse ad. Shinkatig Stallion Pony Horse for $1,500 in Monter Falls, New York. I don't even know where that is, and I've lived in New York for nine years. So (laughs) somewhere in the middle of New York. Call for more information. Trays welcome old truck, motorcycle, welding equipment, snowmobiles, sheep, or goats. And that's it. (laughs) Let me give you a piece of advice, people. Don't trade your pony for goat. Don't do it. Shinkatig Pony Stallion. I thought they castrated all of those horses when they adopted them out. I don't know. So it's probably a gelding. Or it's not a chinkatig pony at all, which is my oh, it's a, We got it at sale. <laughs> yeah. that's, not, that's my guess is this has nothing to do with chinkatig at all. Oh, gosh. Bless all heart. right. Mary all Schmidt right. sent this one in. Hi, everyone. It's Mary in Wyoming. Hi, Mary. And this one made me giggle because it's um, too much information, and yet you still have to read between the lines. So bear with me. Here we go. Registered, comma, Bay Morgan Gelding, comma, broke 3,000 Spokane. There is a picture of a probably tween girl in various riding positions on a actually nice-looking Bay Morgan. And here we go. Emails are best. No texting. Message on voicemail. Sterling is a lot of fun to ride. He is for intermediate or advanced riders only when he expects light cues, wooden ridden dressage, hunt, western, or trail in just a snaffle. If the rider has no balance with no excessive banging or pulling is not for him is why he needs an advanced rider. 
Sterling has been worked steady for two years and Reddy prefers a trail home rather than a show home. Has been shown by a 12-year-old in the past under a trainer's supervision. He is 15.1 H, 1,000 pounds, and 2003 model. He is just getting warmed up when Morgans live a lot longer than other breeds. He is healthy, happy, and loves his treats when done riding. He is not needing any special feed or diet and prefers quality grass hay. I am selling to one adult rider only, please, would be best when he prefers one person at a time. He is not a kid's horse when way too smart for that. Sterling has lovely ground manners and is very willing and loves attention. He loads and hauls, stands tied, touch anywhere, trim all four feet, etc. He bite, buck, rear, or kick here and is never offered for me, but we also speak Morgan here or we ask him rather than force him to do anything. Sterling loves learning all sorts of new things with us and if he stays, I will try introducing him to saddle seat this summer just for fun and to keep his mind active. Again, he is not for jumping, gaming, endurance, showing at a higher level, etc. We do take him to little fairs a few times a year and he is fine with that. Looking for the right home for him or he stays with us. I am in no hurry to sell him to the wrong home. He prefers a pasture or paddock rather than being a stall pony so he can move and have Oh my God, it won't end! This is not a lazy horse. (laughs) I have too many geldings and no time to ride them all, and this one is broke, is too nice to be wasted. If interested, send me a message to tell me your experience with a very smart (laughs) horse types of riding, where he would be stabled, would he have pasture buds, etc. Not trading for anything except a larger two-horse trailer. Please send details and photos. Price will increase with more time and training this summer, oh, or we might just keep him is. when we love him so much, but really want him to have we a special love him person. So much. so much. And we're going to keep increasing his price. Yeah, no, you're going to be decreasing Mary, his price. I, what is amazing is that she sees this long ass ad and she's like, you know what? I'm going to read that. <laughs> did, you, I, I, did you catch in the middle where they speak Morgan to him? And I'm going, what the hell's Morgan? They it's speak not a Morgan. And uh, yeah, they speak Morgan. And also only one person is allowed to buy him. Yes. Did you pick that up? <laughs> yes, exactly. No. No sharing. him in half. Um, I actually have one here that I found, Glenn, that's not on our show notes list here. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I have a five-year-old thoroughbred gelding for sale. He stands at 16 two hands and is an absolute sweetheart. He has been loved by wonderful breeders and owners and his whole life was lightly raced and he's kind to everyone. He's been with me for over a year now and he's now looking for his forever person. He loves snuggles. He loves dressage. He loves standing still. He loves eating. He has no vices. Sound loads, does all the things, even jumps cross rails. He is a push ride and super quiet. So PM me if you'd like some videos. He has leg yield. He gets his leads. He loves to work. He's at impeccable manners and he's a very kind, gentle, big guy. His name is Drax. So <laughs> email me if you're interested. <laughs> And that horse that I have for sale, fifty five hundred bucks price going, will increase with training. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's a fairly decent that's a good ad. ad. <laughs> that's my horse, y'all. I <laughs> the, the the reason I'm I'm so ex- like I'm so pushing to sell him because I I love him. I love, love him. him so much, and he's got to go need... to a good home or he's going to live there forever. Oh, he's yeah, he's uh, all of those things. Um, but I get footing in my arena when it's the true text footing i'm buying like some bundles of it but i need the money from the sale of a horse chad was like you have to sell a horse before you can buy the footing so <laughs> horse husband has spoken <laughs> the horse husband has been sensible 
and uh, spoken. So right. I have a sound effect here uh, because I'm throwing one in as well. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Okay, this is not for a really bad ad, but for a really bad truck driver. I don't know if you saw the breaking news from this morning, but a horse van from Brook Ledge Horse Transportation was driving out at the Kentucky airport, at the Bluegrass Airport in Lexington, and was going to load a really high contender by the name of the Stiff, who was heading out to races, uh, and hit the wing of the plane. And the wing of the plane went completely through the cab of the truck. Cut it. I don't, the driver's apparently okay. I don't know how it didn't take his head off. And I don't know how he didn't see the freaking plane sitting right there. I don't know any of that. There's a picture. The wing of the plane comes through the cab of the truck, sliced it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you think it's truck insurance covers Wait a, a second. I'm seeing this picture and. <laughs> Uh, is he alive? Apparently he's not. They said the driver of the van was hospitalized, but the three human passengers riding in the back with the two equine passengers were unharmed and the horses are fine. I guess yeah, you this guy's hospitalized. Ran, oh, my God. He ran into <laughs> it, like, right in his own face. Like oh, he, he would have to duck. How would you miss them? Do you think he thought the wing was higher? I don't know. I don't know. Go around the plane. Besides, now your insurance company has to pay to fix a 727. Wow. Wow. That's an expensive accident. I think he's going to lose his license. <laughs> anyway, next one up is Hannah sent this one in. Horse for sale, $4,500. That's way over our allowed price. I have an 18-year-old black gelding with socks. He is gentle and rides off well, been used on trails and some arena work, weighs 1,300, stand around 15.3. He's big boned and have big feet registered with the APHA. <laughs> that was all I said. <laughs> Good job. Would make someone a great horse. He is ready. <coughs> Excuse me. He is ready See, to work. He chokes you out when you, can't, when you have no punctuation. <laughs> He's been well used. He's well used. Don't give the asthmatic man on the show the ones that have no punctuation. Like, who are you thinking? You do this to yourself. Uh, Vicky said the next one in horses and tack for sale. This looks like a Facebook ad from horses and tack for sale. Five-year-old, this is not my horse. <laughs> Five-year-old quarter horse gelding has been trail road, space, comma, space. Road. Is that a new way to do this? We've been getting a lot of ads with space comma space. Is that what you're teaching now in school? I don't think so. Okay. Rode by all ages of children and from advanced to expert riders. Has a full set of shoes on. Has been started on the barrel pattern. Told that by previous owner. I'm waiting for the ground to dry up to get a video of him doing so. <laughs> he can be rode bareback or with a saddle on, whichever you prefer. PM me for pictures. Okay. Yeah, Sounds because good. we can't do videos. That's not, that's not, my guess is there's more than one reason we haven't seen a video of this horse yet. $4,500 for that 18 year old black girl. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Kaylin, uh, it, what was Drax for sale for? Did you say that in the ad? 5500 Oh, wow. I need to raise my that's, price. That's price going what... up with training. <laughs> That's right. Next week, it'll be 6500 so get them today. Uh, Kaylin sent this one in. This is our two-horse trailer. Oh, two two-horse trailers. And they're both sitting in the middle of a cornfield. I, there's no, they at least put cut the corn down, but they're really in the middle of a field. Uh, and we have two trailers, both two-horse, <laughs> both rounded fronts. Two-horse trailer, $4,500 in Ontumubwa. 
Dark Green Horse Trailer, $200. Light Green Horse Trailer, $250. No titles. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do love the fact that, yes, the light green one does have less rust, and it is a $50 jump up in price, but it does have some pretty big dents. Like, it How looks like the top the of the trailer top. ran into a plane. <laughs> like a bridge. Yeah, it ran into a plane. This is a Brookledge horse trailer over here on the rat. <laughs> And the other one has no tongue whatsoever. No. It's a, these are really I terrible. I don't know how you'd haul the other one. There's no tongue. And I don't know how you can tell it's green because it's completely rust colored. Uh, it's more like a spray paint brown, brown. rust thing. Yes. Um, now, remember, we cannot post these on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page for you to see. Tell me why, Glenn. Because people actually want to buy them every single time we post them. So we're going to put them on our auditor page. If you want to be an auditor for as little as $3 a month, you can go to horseradionetwork.com and find the auditor banner and click on that uh-huh uh kimberly sent the next one in and this is a horse and i'm assuming it's supposed to be franklin county but they put Franklin county <laughs> oh oh no okay this is all I, i'm I, I know there's a Fra- franklin franklin county tennessee so we're gonna go with that even though kimberly lives in california i know I have a horse for sale asking 500 OBO. She need work. She's a pretty horse. I just don't have time to mess with her. She's not broke. <laughs> Show contact info. She four. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be South. That just had to be. Was, I mean, it had to be. <laughs> right. Franklin, Tennessee yeah. sounds about right for that one. It's Franklin. Yeah. All right, this one is sent in by Carrie. Good batch this oh week, Oh, my people. God. <laughs> this is the most... What? <laughs> this is disturbing. Vintage handmade English rocking horse made by King's Horses in England, $450. Uh, uh, let me read the ad, and then you're going to describe this disturbing no! picture. <laughs> Pickup only. Hello out there. This is Snowball, named by the former owner, bought out of her barn. Snowball did have a sheet over him, but he will need a good dust cleaning. Functions fine and has a quirky smirk on his kisser. Yes, he does. Snowball was made in 1987. I would, W-O-D, say he is at least vintage. Very well made. Will need wood stand frame cleaning. Roughly stands 40 inches tall, 16 inches wide, and 45 inches long. There's a leather strap that will need to be tackled or tacked back on, left for new owner. Please study the pictures. Pick up only $450 cash or wood trade for sterling <laughs> silver. If you email, I will email back. Check your spam mail. Thanks for looking. <sighs> this is not... <laughs> okay, do you know what a Thelwell pony is? Yes, yes. <clears throat> Those a little like fat really one that their short... bellies hang to the flo- ground, yeah. Okay, from like Shoulders back, it looks like a Thelwell pony, right? It's kind of like got these little cute it's a little big, feet and all this. Yeah, like stuffed pony. Yeah. And then the rest of it looks like a sheep. But remember when I told you guys the story of getting my bang, my hair stuck in the blower, and I had to cut a portion of my hair, and you guys wanted photos? Here's the photo. <laughs> this is what my head looked like. There's a giant bald spot. And then, would you agree, Glenn? Yeah. Um, it looks like real hair. <laughs> it's like real white, really long like hair. The, but then and the there's mane like. It looks real, too. 
and the bangs are cut straight across. Yeah, they're straight across. But again, yeah, like a nineteen seventies, late seventies or early eighties look. They got their hairs stuck in a leaf blower and had to <laughs> chop that part off. Other than that, there's no ears, and it I does wonder, have a really creepy. You know all these tails that are going missing in people's fields off their horses. It kind of looks yeah. like the ta- one of those tails ended up here on this disturbing creature. Okay, again, we're going to post that on our horses in the morning auditors page because <laughs> I do not want to know the people that are contacting <laughs> yes. me to want to buy this item. Okay. <laughs> Let's see, couple more here. This one comes from Jane. Are you looking for a friendly, loving, broke pony? Stop reading and look away. (laughs) (laughs) Melvin the Mini is not for the faint of heart. In fact, please show proof of health insurance before inquiring. (laughs) Five years young, 36-inch tall gelding. He is wild. No fault of his own. He was not handled at all by his previous owner and was just a chunky land ornament, lawn ornament. We've been handling and working him in preparation for his new home. Believe me when I tell you there is not enough white claws in the world. <laughs> I felt that way about lots of things. <laughs> Len, do you know what a white claw is? Yes. Oh, they're delicious. Yes. I firm. I firmly believe he has multiple personalities. You get a different pony every day. <laughs> Melvin. Melvin gets along great with other horses, ponies, and donkeys. If you can catch him, he leads and ties. Notice I said, if better start cardio now, pack a lunch and a rope. This little booger can cover some ground. I'm exaggerating, of course. The little guy is nervous and unsure, and he's starting to come around, but still needs work. Hasn't offered to kick or bite. Sound, I can't say stay sane, but physically in good health. Good little feet. Offering as a project or companion pony, and this is in Arizona. We accept credit card, PayPal, donuts, tequila, and tamales. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is this the kind of little mini horse that you go, I would really, this is a challenge. I want to take this one on. No, <laughs> I didn't think so. I thought if it was like seventeen one, I'd be like all about it. But <laughs> many horses, you know. Yeah. All uh, right, Chelsea sent this one in. A couple more. Hi guys, it's Chelsea from Virginia, bringing you a really bad ad I found on Craigslist. Uh, it's pretty short, but it reads: Quarter horse, twelve hundred dollars in Patrick Springs. There are five pictures. Two. Of one of which is actually a donkey, not the horse. So there's that. Oh, it makes sense now because the ad reads quarter horse, comma, good with kids, comma, has papers, comma, also had a friend donkey. No period. Along $1,200 OBO call text. That's it. Does a donkey come with it? I don't (laughs) I love Chelsea's voice. I know, me too. She's got a um, commercials for us. Shoot. Yeah, I don't know what I just okay, heard, I don't know either, what right. they're selling. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia sent the next one in. Uh, again, it's we got a theme today. Yeah, it's it's a burrow. <laughs> Donkey burrow in Copperopolis. Where on earth is Glenn? Glenn Google, where is right, Copperopolis? I'll look that up because I want to know too. That's a neat name of a town, Copperopolis. I, I need to find out. I need to know where Copperopolis right, is. I'll, 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 you do it. the ad. I'll, I'll oh, it's, a, it's in California. It's oh, in it Calaveras County. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Copperopolis. I love that name. I want to go to there. Oh, wait uh, a minute. Mil- there are two confirmed cases of the virus in Copperopolis. 
I will go to there next month. <laughs> uh, male gelded donkeys, space comma. See, maybe it is a thing. Male gelded donkey, space comma. His name is Diego. He is his sweetheart. My kids have ridden him. He will never buck dot space dot dot comma dot. <laughs> we have many horses and do not have time to continue training him. Space period, space period, period space. <laughs> he just need someone to work with him for him to understand to go. Stop and turn. <laughs> and it's it's uh, we've been working with him and he's doing great, but it's time for somebody else to work with him, which means this has sucked the entire time. This has been horrible. My ad when I read it about Drax was not like that. No, okay, it was perfect. He's lovely. He's lovely. I don't sell them until they're ready to go and they're perfect. Okay, yes. Moving on. And I like how uh, you're, you're you're continuing to get the Drax ad in here all the way through. I like that. Uh, it's, it's very well done. He has it's not been sold subtle. since we started. It's very subtle. <laughs> Andrea, I need gonna, some footing. <laughs> Andrea is going to head the day. Maybe. Hi, this is Andrea from Vermont. I'm calling with a really bad ad. You can do it. Multiple Andrea. handsome young cocks are available. Paint frizzled silky has straight comb. Blue cream silky. I need to start listening to these before I play. Them. Oh my god! <laughs> do it. Play the it. Correct Come on. comb and feet. I'll go back. Hi, this is Andrea from Vermont. I'm calling with a really bad ad. Multiple handsome young cocks are available. <laughs> Paint frizzled silky has straight comb. Blue cream silky correct comb and feet. Khaki from Dunn Chocolate Satin, correct comb and feet. Black silky, correct comb and feet. A couple of molted young cockerels. All are free. Uh, yeah, so um, see if you can decipher that one. There are lots of pictures, but I don't know which one's which. Have a good day. Do you think she knew she was... Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> she sounded like she didn't. <laughs> I feel like that was really naughty, but she might not have known how she naughty that actually was. She best sex operator voice there. And then was like, I can't tell which chicken was which. <laughs> Andrea, you have me perplexed, and I appreciate that. And were you a sex operator in a previous life? Because... Hello, <sighs> my name is Andrea. <laughs> I have multiple. I got to tell you, hers is sexier than yours. <laughs> <laughs> you mean my stuffy nose with allergies isn't doing it for you, Glenn? You're the one who talked about wiping your butthole all day. All right, I I'm gotta, out We got to end because I can't continue. <laughs> Actually, Do not buy you, me that creepy Will you pony, please let me way. play that one again? Will you please? It's been a tough no. week. You know what? I'm out. Spain to go. Bye. Hi, this is Andrea from Vermont. I'm calling with a really bad ad. Multiple handsome young cocks are available. Pink ah! frizzled silky has straight comb. She knew! Blue cream silky correct comb and feet. Khaki from Dun. All right, everybody, continue. No, but then she gets so cavalier about it at the end. I don't get it. Horselovers.com sponsored friend. this particular segment. They're so proud right now. Uh, <laughs> 
They are redacting all prizes. (laughs) Yeah, no prizes anymore. We're taking them all back. We thought this was quality family entertainment. They were chickens, people. Chickens is what we were talking about right there. Chickens. And I don't want to see the pictures. Thank you very much. By the way, don't Google that either. (laughs) Don't uh, Google multiple (laughs) cocks for sale. No, don't do that. Uh, All right. Well, that's it for today. I see why Jennifer put that one last. Well played, Jennifer. Well played. Oh, Uh, my God. We will continue coverage tonight, 8 o'clock, on our Facebook page for the the Corona, our Corona coverage. And you'll find that on the Horses in the Morning Facebook page, Facebook Live tonight uh, with Lindsay Partridge, who happens to be a home care nurse as well as a popular trainer. So we're going to talk to her. Hopefully, Dr. Wendy will join us as well. And then tomorrow night, we're going to play some trivia and just have fun. It's a weekend. And then we'll be back here on Monday morning to continue the entertainment festivities on Horses in the Morning. Uh, Tune in then. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your time at home, because I know nobody's going to the movies. uh, So that ain't happening. Oh, I want to go to a movie. Spade your geld. Wash your hands. Don't pick your nose. Glenn, stop rubbing your beard. You're doing it right now. Stop it. Right now. And I'm not drinking Corona. That stuff sucks.